You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Not of the Scribe. Also, tomorrow night, make sure you catch the NBA, uh, the live NBA draft show. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick and you can follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Not I've been going nonstop all day today. It's actually yes, you've been driving up and down 85. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been going. Wait, good luck. Oh, my God. I two years ago, the construction was bad. Last time I went down to Spartanburg to catch mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers training camp. It's still awful. Luckily, I left early enough to where traffic wasn't awful heading down there. It was fine coming back. It's just the construction is so bad. You've got a million trucks and 18 wheelers driving on the left side, so you can't pass as many people as you would uh, as you would like to. It's a whole damn mess going to and from. Um, but luckily, the traffic's not awful. I'm knocking on wood for tomorrow because I got to go back. The second yes. thing is, once I did get to Spartanburg, I was looking for the football stadium, uh, the football stadium that shall not be named and and who it's named after. <laughs> and I was looking for it. And I get told to go to a bunch of different places. Here's spectator parking. And then they say, OK, you got to go to the other side. All right, cool. No big deal. I go over there for my media credentials. And then I have to come back because I get thrown back to the spectator way. It's actually right next to the spectator parking where I have to get my media credentials. It's a whole mess. But either way, I just wanted to say that I actually got backed into as a pedestrian during that entire process. Uh, Nada. Like I got backed into. So, so, so wait, someone hit you with a car? Somebody hit me with a car today. <laughs> it really. Wait, 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 hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone hit you with a car. And instead of being in the hospital, going all uh, Ezel from Friday, my, my neck, neck and my, and my, my back. back. And, yeah, like instead of doing that, you're recording with me. Right because now. I'm a man of the people. I know people are complaining on Twitter about the draft approaching and how we're not putting out enough content. It was two <laughs> days before the draft. And we didn't put out a podcast. How great is it that you took that guy to the woodshed after have before you even knew it? You titled the podcast 48 hours before the draft. And then in his point, he said, you've got two days before the draft that you haven't released a show. You know, granted, we didn't put one out Monday. Yeah, that was our apologies. Fault. But we did put one out two days before the draft. Either way, that was hilarious. But yeah, we can't gloss over the fact that it just got backed into. And so there's a car looking for where to park. Understandable. It's just what happens okay. when you got security guards and traffickers trying to make sure everybody's going to the right area. But there's just one car into an entrance, right? And they're talking to the security guard. I see it, and I walk behind the car. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm not going to walk in yeah, front because fair. that just has to make the car wait a little if they're going to move on. So I go behind it, and as soon as I'm smack dab in the middle of that car backing up, they don't look back, apparently. And so they just boop, put that thing in reverse like Missy Elliott, and they hit me right in my hip. I have to sidestep, and they keep going. 
I'm like, goodness gracious, I'm trying to get forward, but I have to keep sidestepping like a crab. And then so I put him, I do the Heisman on it as well. Finally, she realizes what she's doing, trying to run me over, essentially. And then she's mortified. She rolled out, she rolls down the window. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I was trying to reassure everything was okay. Then I make contact with you. It's like, uh, yeah. You did. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, you did hold, make contact. Hold, 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 time out, 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 time out. How are you telling this story to us and not a lawyer? <laughs> How? Do I need to squeeze her for every penny she's worth? Is that Absol- what I'm... That's exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And when people hear this episode, they're going to be wondering the same exact thing I am right now. Maybe when I was in college, there was the rumor on Charlotte's campus. I never knew anybody that endured this. But if you got hit on campus, then like your tuition was free. That was always the rumor going to Charlotte. I don't know if that was true, but maybe I would have put that to a test. Then I would have gone easy. Uh, No doubt. (laughs) I steal. I don't kill. All right, let's move into some (laughs) questions. Uh, Let's get into some of the Lockdown Hornets questions that we've gotten over the last couple of days it's going to be a hybrid mailbag we're going to let you guys basically serve as the producers and prompt some of these topics it's not we're going bang bang answering each question and then moving on rapid fire but we're just going to get to some of our favorite topics that were proposed by you the listener first one we need to get to before we get to the second segment nada it's a question sent in from one of our listeners loyal listeners senor fantastico always appreciate uh his engagement with the show very much appreciate it he puts this excerpt i guess of an athletic article not sure where this is from do you know where it's from nada it's pro i think it's bleacher report if i'm not mistaken i I saw this thrown out there too but i agree it looks like an excerpt from uh, bleacher report and it says there's still strong expectation that oklahoma city will search for avenues to move up in the first round with a swap centered on the thunder sending picks number 16 and 18 to charlotte for number 11 as a deal structure to monitor sources said there's a sense among team officials that oklahoma city and toronto are exploring options on swapping the number four and number six picks as well so okc everyone you hear the low post podcast zach Lowe jokes that anytime a gm's phone rings they're expecting it to be sam presti they're expecting it to be an OKC area code. This one makes sense, Nada. Like if yeah. if OKC wants to turn 16 and 18 into a guy they really like, um, or package that up to get into the top four with the sixth overall pick. We heard about some of the Shea stuff, which I don't buy necessarily, but if it's Cade, maybe any other ex, uh, example, I don't. Um, but the question was, would we do this, right? That man, Fran, he writes in, would you do 11 for 16 and 18? And obviously this is circumstantial. It, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I want some certain guys to be there, but not, I'm doing it. I mean, it, if it, more times than not, I mean, if we have, if we have Shangoon going, Davion Mitchell going before the Hornets pick, you still have Keon Zaire, Maybe a Moses Moody is able to to fall a little. I mean, yeah, it's pretty damn enticing just thinking about it before the draft starts. Look, at this point, I am with you. We are now the trade down twins, my friend. This it only is- took me a day before the draft to get there, but I'm yeah. all aboard the trade down train. Like, look, I am here for trading down mainly because for me, there are a lot like We've gone over this. I've said this. I don't think there's guys after 10 or 11 that can help you. Maybe it's Kispert, but that's about it. 
everybody else is going to be on the Greensboro Swarm train to get better, to be a better player, to help you develop. And if that means I get a combination of Kai Jones and Keon Johnson at 16 and 18, or Garuba and Keon Johnson, or something... Stop it. You are talking nasty to me, Nada. You need to like, stop like, it right now. Like, But you see what I'm saying. Like, If that's going to be the combination and these guys cannot help you, if you're going to get guys that can't help you, you might as well get the high upside guys that, that, can, that you can draft, put in Greensboro, put them with Nick Friedman. We've seen that it works now and go from there. I want to do that because at this point, as Mitch Kupchak said, Monday – this team needs talent. I'm here for adding as much talent as po- humanly possible and then putting ourselves in a really, really good situation come February, whether they're competing or not, because then you can start having pieces that are ready to take over should you want to trade a Terry Rozier for another veteran or should you want to a- a- trade a Devontae Graham just because you can and possibly get some extra pieces. The idea is to make this team as talented as possible. And if the talent that you're getting at 11 through 20 is talent that needs to be mined through Greensboro, then you get as many picks as you can. So I'm absolutely here for trading down right now. Can you hear the golden retriever chewing on its chew toy right now? I cannot. Okay, perfect. That's awesome. I'm going to put maybe during the break, the show on mute gonna yell not yell just take the chew toy away for i'm sorry everybody i didn't mean to put that out there i'm just gonna take the chew toy away from the golden retriever just for a moment and then we can get back to talking about the draft but all of that of course not gonna happen before we talk about built bar because it's such an amazing energy bar it's delicious they've got the staples the og flavors mint brownie cherry barcia double chocolate german chocolate in fact Chocolate for everyone. It's all covered in 100% chocolate. It's soft and easy to chew. It's healthy for you as well. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, and low in sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. I got to take a toy away from a golden retriever and then we'll talk more about the draft coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Did you just... We got food at home, Alperine Sengun. You literally just... We We're not food. going to McDonald's, Nada. We, we do. <laughs> right. Look, I, Eddie Murphy out here. I'm, I'm Eddie Murphy right now, okay? I'm telling you, we're going to chop up the green peppers. We're going to put it in the hamburger meat, and it's going to be good enough. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. I swear to God, these are the most needy golden retrievers nada it's ridiculous i mean i took a chew toy away from one and then the other one i i I promise i'm not making this up okay the other one comes over and then it's it's adorable right It, it it he cooper is his name he puts his head on my lap as i'm trying to record and he's wagging his tail like he just needs some attention and here i am trying to talk about some draft day stuff um this is my life i get hit by a car and i'm also trying to avoid the extra sounds in the background from a couple of golden retrievers. Let's get to some other questions. Nada, you were particularly interested in this one written in by Shaquille Miller. His Twitter handle is diesel music. 93. It's a strong Twitter handle. These are our listeners Uh, locked on Hornets. He says, what do y'all think about Lonzo to Charlotte sign and trade for Terry Rozier? Okay. So a couple of things I want this Mm -hmm. to expand into. 
I was listening to the mock draft that the ringer did with Kevin O'Connor, Charks, Bill Simmons, all those guys. And, you know, Kevin O'Connor was mentioning how he expects there to possibly be a lot of sign and trades this off season. I've always thought sign and trades like, like last year, two years ago when we got Terry, people were constantly asking about the idea of signing and traded Kemba. So we don't lose him for nothing. And everyone scoffed at it. You know, you'd roll your eyes at it because sign and trades just don't happen that frequently. But Kimba yes, was. eventually was right. That's how we got Terry. Um, you know, that's how we get Gordon Hayward. So Boston can get awarded the uh, the 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 contract exemption or whatever. Um, and, you know, th- th- we get we score a couple picks. Right. It's like so, you know, sign and trades happen more frequently and maybe they're happening a little bit more frequently. It wasn't just Kimba that happened a couple of years ago. Either way, do I think a sign and trade is more possible, especially with the way Kevin O'Connor speaks and just how we've been kind of trending the last couple of years? Yes. The other aspect to this is Lonzo and Charlotte. You know, it, it's hilarious because He's a guy you might want to stay away from strictly because you don't want to fall into the mm-hmm. Ball Brothers narrative. Charlotte already brings in Leangelo. <laughs> Mitch Kupchak fumbling over his words a little at the beginning of that question asked to him, I believe by Scott Fowler. Hey, what's the deal with Leangelo? Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> exactly. bringing him in. <laughs> it's not He's exactly like, my choice, he, but we're he bringing him in. We're making him happy. Uh, he did want to... Re- right, he was like... He was saying, yeah... He fits right in. I call him Jello. Ha ha. Anyways, yeah, he's going to be a part of our summer league team. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we, we already know the power that LaMelo has within this organization, Exhibit A. But Lonzo fits that mold kind of, Nada, right? Like, here we go with 3 and D player that's able to do more stuff. Like, he's certainly an excellent passer. We know that the defense yes. struggles when he's not on the floor with the Pelicans. Um, even with him struggling to shoot in the bubble just last year, it seems like the shooting numbers are for real the last couple of seasons. Like Lonzo actually fits pretty well alongside a LaMelo ball. Does it mean you should trade and, and sign Terry Rozier and Lonzo Absolutely and do that whole not. thing? I don't think so, but no, but but the Lonzo idea is kind of what I'm focusing either way. What do you want to do? Here's my answer. Here's my short answer before I get into my long one. Mr. Shaquille, have you lost your ever-loving mind? That's That's diesel music to you, Nada. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Diesel Diesel music. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Because under no circumstances (laughs) am I wanting to make this like the all in all that the redux of ball in the family. Under no circumstances, like look, like Leangelo is doing the summer league thing. LaMelo's not going to be playing. And Lonzo needs to go find a career of his own. This is this is not a group that... This ain't new edition. We ain't trying to do new edition here. What, why? Like, what? There's no point in trading your best shooter for a guy who's... Like, there's no point. There's none. I like, I, I like and respect Lonzo Ball. I like and respect LiAngelo Ball. I love what LaMelo's done for Charlotte in one year. No! Like, like for what? For who? For why? Like, as soon as somebody tells um, me like a okay. decent reason that makes sense, then yo, I'm all I'm here for it. But it don't make any sense. It really doesn't. Um, I, I mean, I think it kind of does compared to what contract Lonzo was going to get. New Orleans is going to lose Lonzo for nothing. 
uh, if they just because they haven't traded him for anything, and he was always a trade. Are they giving us those Lakers picks to do it? I don't know. I, I don't. Oh, I don't know what how this would work, right? Like, I don't know if we would get something yeah. else along with it. I don't know the kind of market. Like, I don't know what Lonzo is going to get on the open market or what kind of contract he would get. Basically, all that to say, if he would come over here to the Charlotte Hornets, you would have Leangelo in the Summer League shenanigans. You would also have Lonzo and LaMelo on the roster. Well, well, we might not be new addition, Nada, but you know what we would be? We'd be Ball Bib DeVoe. you so That's what we'd be. much right now. What's the you next love question, it. Walker? Give me the next <laughs> You love it. Move I heard on. the chuckle. Move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. We'd be ball, ball, biv, devoe. Um, I was asked about guys that I would like, and it's Warrior86. Always appreciate the, the listens to Warrior86 on Twitter. He writes in, give me your top five guys that would, that would make you happy tomorrow night if they were announced as the Charlotte Hornet yeah. selection. And so we've gone over my rankings a couple of times. Uh, I know you've gone over it as well. It's reasonable, uh, reasonable to believe that they might've changed. Mm-hmm. We've done this, you know, basically what the last month or so. So yeah, we've gotten some new, we've gotten some new Intel or whatever. I, look, I, I, the more I watch Zaire, I love him. He's still staying number one uh, along the list of guys that I think are, are gettable. You start to believe, ain't you? You starting to believe it. If, if well, I heard, I'm starting to believe that'll go to eight. Okay, like there's just no way he gets past the magic at eight and Sacramento at nine. Right? Sacramento's like I, I understand. Somebody, and that's the rumor. You, you right can't. Now. It's either him or Sam I know that Wagner is apparently, apparently you know promised. Um. Yeah, that would be crazy. It, it would be nuts. Uh, I, I just didn't expect Kaminga to be the guy. Like, even if he was never in the top three, even if he wasn't in the same tier with with Suggs, mm-hmm. now Scotty Barnes is everybody's fifth favorite player. And I really like Scotty Barnes. I really do. But um, he was always the draft darling that was, that was always going to be taken ahead. Either way, it, look, I love Zaire. I really like Keon Johnson, Moses Moody, Franz Wagner, Jalen Johnson, Usman Garuba. Like, those are the prospects that come to mind that I would be happy with taking at number 11 or trading down and getting assets along with taking one of the or, or two of those guys. Um, you know, th- those are the guys that I'm going to be really happy with. Nada, what, what are uh, some of the other players that you would be cool with if you want to give us like a handful? Here's the thing. Like, I have a list for 11, and then I have a bigger list for, like, 16 or in, in 18. Mm-hmm. So this is my list right now for 11, just 11 alone. Maybe. Actually, not even Kai Jones. I was going to say Kai Jones. That's a lot. Kaminga, if he happens to fall that far, and if he does, I can hear Doug saying, I can hear Doug Branson in the background saying, no, don't draft him. He's falling for a reason. <laughs> yeah, he's that's that is the Doug ideology. Yeah, it it's is. do not draft the player that's falling. All right, so let, let's look at it like this. So it'd be Kaminga. Um, I would book go night, Moody, right? Book book night, Moody. Mm-hmm. Like those are the three that I'm cool, and maybe Kispert. Those are like the four. I'm okay with drafting at eleven. You know, book nights and book nights talented enough. I'd be I'd be okay with it. I, I'd rather have other guys to the point where I can't mm-hmm. see myself being thrilled with the book night selection. But I like book night fine enough. I I think that he's got the talent and and he can certainly come around. So I, I like book night enough. I would be out on Kispert. I wouldn't love that pick. I just think there's such a hard cap with his ceiling there. I just don't love it. Um, but 
with the other picks that you have, um, Moses Moody is interesting to me. Not a, like I never thought he was truly in play at 11. Like I thought maybe there would be a chance that, uh, that he would fall, but he was start of, he was starting to get into the, like, we're probably not going to have a chance to get him um, territory in my opinion. And I feel like he's fallen a little, and I just feel yeah. like people are starting to get out of, of the potential upside or lack thereof with the Moses Moody. And that would be, it, again, it's just a solid pick, right? Like I saw this project on Twitter and I'll go to this. I'm rambling yeah. and struggling to talk for some reason. Um, you know, I saw this study on Twitter yeah. that brought in a whole bunch of different big boards and then did the average, did the range, right? You know, oh, I, I think did, I, yeah, Jared Dubin did this. I think. Okay, I, think I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was a really cool project. It was just getting everybody's, getting everybody's opinions and big boards and where all the players ranked. And I went into that and and I saw that basically besides Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, you know those guys, Jalen Green up at the top, you know their ranges were minimal, right? I mean, you know the mm-hmm. highest they're all going to be is one, and the lowest they're going to be even the most out of people might have them going 10, right? So of course those ranges are going to be, you know, very small, but Franz Wagner and Moses Moody um, and, and a Corey Kispert, excuse me, a Corey Kispert, like, you know, Kispert and Wagner, those were the two smallest ranges as far as guys that are possibly, you know, going to go late lottery or around 10 or something. And like, of course, just because they don't, they don't excite anyone and there's not overwhelming flaws with them. Right. And like, so that's, that's how I would feel with those selections. And that's why their ranges were the smallest. And I think they were tied if I'm not mistaken. And and that's, I I want somebody with a little excitement, right? Like I want something to feel good about in the future. You want a little bit of, you want a little bit of feel good to this. Here's the thing. Moses Moody would be the PJ Washington of this draft for us. I could see that. Yeah. You could say, I don't get it, but I get it. And, at this point, if you told me that this this team was going to get at least one or two three and D wings, and I do mean legitimate three and D wings, I don't think how you I don't understand how you could be upset about it. This t- it, there's not a single person that should be upset if Moses Moody is the pick because quite frankly, this team can't defend on the perimeter and, or and does a bad job of it and really can't shoot from the outside. And adding a guy like Moses Moody should make a lot of people a whole lot happier than they think. And granted, I don't buy into the um, Chris Middleton comps for him. But if that if he ends up being, I don't know. Like no, I'm he, with you. I don't buy into that too. Middleton, it just seems like Middleton can get more to his spots than than Moody can, in my opinion. You know, like I yeah. and and I trust him to create a little bit more, at least for himself. And so I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't necessarily buy into that as um, either. I'm w- I also agree with you. you. It's hard to be angry at the Moody pick, right? It's like, impossible. It, it's impossible. I, I, because, and that's and that's where Corey Kispert comes in as well. You know, there can be this coded language. The dude's white. He's a sniper from deep, and so it's the classic deceptively quick. He's actually more athletic than you think. Look at his vertical. But really, shooting is his identity. He can do more stuff than just shoot. Okay, fine. But if we're saying he's not an awful defender, like he's not the worst, but if you're going to give me somebody that can shoot and also have some good defensive awareness and, and at least some good defensive ability on the other side, I'll just take my chances with Wagner or Moody instead if they're available, right? Like yeah. the, that. if we're going to put all of those players into one category, 
I'd rather take them anyways. Maybe I'd take Kispert instead of Duarte just because Duarte's oh, no, as Duarte's old as we are. Old. Duarte's yeah. too old. And, and again, he's one of the like the best the best comp I can think of is if the Martin twins were slightly a little bit better at what they did. Then we'd be talking about Chris Duarte. That's that that's basically it. Like All right, let's get to some more questions. We went and, over on that and, second segment. And we have other things to discuss. Oh my God. You were I know you were gonna do that. Uh I we're gonna have to get to what Nada wants to talk about. Not before rockauto.com. This episode's brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every single customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today, and you can find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We have one more segment to go. We'll answer some more of your questions and, I guess, do the not a thing coming up next, Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed, and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. You know, one thing we have not done this year, there's two things, Nada, and I think... What, what, what haven't we done? Maybe we? maybe we can do at least one of them tomorrow. I'm going to look it up just because I always have so much fun with it. We need to do the Players Haters Oh, ball. man, I'm, I'm mad we right? missed that this year. Well, we can, we Actually, can do it tomorrow. Yeah, it works okay? better like, tomorrow because at th- that point, there's... There's just too much analysis, and nobody wants to hear that from us. <laughs> okay. We can do the player haters ball. I want to do that for sure. So we can at least do that just for a segment, or as we've done in the past, sprinkle them in here and there with some of the comps. We also have not gotten the weekly, even to semi-daily, Doug Branson mock draft. I We, we managed to keep him out. We, we, we found the, the moat. We dug it. We got the electric fence. He had his hair stand up on his head anytime he would touch it, trying to get in with those pesky mock drafts. We have done it, Nada. We, we are one day away. We have not gotten a mock draft. How do Dude, you feel? Do you have any idea how I was expecting him to come through here like Stone Cold Steve Austin and just bum rush it? And then at some point, that would be like, unfortunately, that'd be it. Like, we here he is. Here mm-hmm. he is with his mock drafts and everything else like that and giving us every single trade scenario. We've managed to dodge that for 90% of the draft. I'm very, very proud of us right now. We've got one more day. Let's just hope he doesn't listen. Let's just hope he is an unsupportive OG Lockdown Hornets podcast host. Um, not I was trying to dodge this <laughs> commentary. I was trying to dodge this story. You you are on me like a five-year-old. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Can Come we on, talk they, about this? You know they want Can to hear our takes this? on this. Folks, Poke, poke, poke. All right, Nada, you poked the bear enough. What do you want to talk so, about? So, Walker, did you see the CNN story, the CNN <laughs> aggregation story with at, with the headline, and I quote, Ashton Kutcher and Mila, Mila Kunis say they don't believe in bathing their kids or themselves 
too much. And to to which I say, <laughs> to which I say, what's wrong with all white people? Like like like, what's wrong? With yeah, y'all? I, I saw. I saw um, who is the sports writer that's on with Bomani constantly. He's just phenomenal. What, uh, Spencer, Spencer I mean, Hall? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I saw him tweet. He said he just quote tweeted it and said, yeah, yeah, I know. We'll talk about it at the next meeting. And I almost pissed my pants. Like, I was just like, yeah, you know, it does seem it. Why? Why does it? Why does it <laughs> seem so white? Like wash, you know? And, and I saw the excerpt too, right? Like there was a little bit of the article that was put into this. I pronounced the Twitter handle Joan Please one time. It's actually PZLS. That's yeah, puzzles, I, right? I don't want to get it wrong I, you again. You know what? Don't try it because she's going to listen to this and then she's going to get both of us this time. I'm so sorry, Just Joan. We appreciate your support so much. You're so great. And yet I don't know how to pronounce the part of your handle. Either way, let's just leave it at that, though. It's probably better. Anyway, she says, yeah, some of it's taken out of context, but then you provided some of it as well. It's like, I don't know. Here's some of the other commentary. Uh, Kunis says, quote, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. And now that they are older, uh, Ashton Kutcher says they have a system quote. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them said. Otherwise there's no point. Kutcher says he does wash his armpits and his crotch daily and nothing else ever and has a tendency to quote, throw some water on my face after a workout to get all the salts out. Kuna says she washes her face twice a day. So at least there's some redeeming quality about her hygiene what, what, there. What, what, um, what, look, hold on. What redeeming quality? Cause again, she washes her face twice a day. That's a yeah. lot. Like we can look man. Say anywhere else. She did not. At least the article does not give us any indication that she washes anywhere else. That's just funky. If you wash your uh-huh, that is the I said the only redeeming quality. I am not defending her for not washing nearly as frequently as she should. I'm just saying her face is pretty clean. Yeah. If she washes her face twice a day. I know you aren't going to just sit there and try to tell me that you wash your face twice a day and keep up with it oh, very no, good. No, no, right? no, 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 right. Not twice a day. That's just not, that's just not what we're doing. I will tell you this. Um, like I shower every yes. single day. I'm, I feel like I'm pretty clean. I, I, I tried. I don't like being dirty. If I sweat even a little bit, I hate it. And I want to get in the shower and make sure I clean all that off. I feel like I'm a pretty clean dude. Are you uh, like a seven time shower a week type of guy, once a day Absolutely. type of guy, or at least are you? Once a day. Absolutely once a day. Got to, uh, man. And, and here's the thing. I feel awful like, if I the don't. The worst part, like, here's the thing. There was the tweet with the article that they knew was going to go, go viral because you know what? Black folks already, again, are mistrustful of people, especially white people, that don't wash their ass. Now, you had everybody else quote again, commenting on it, and largely white, that don't know, that was like, oh, it's not that bad. I don't do it because it dries out my skin. Like, lotion don't exist. Like, like Walker, what are we doing here? Like, the pandemic has revealed a lot about us that I really wish I didn't know. Like, I really, there's a lot of this. Like, I didn't need to know about the at washing habits of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Now that I know, I'm disgusted. And it makes me look at that Cheetos article about it wasn't me thinking about it wasn't me. It wasn't me who took the shower now. That's where we're at. That's yeah, exactly where we're at. Yeah, there, there are Cheeto fingers exactly. everywhere. 
anywhere around their house, there is the cheese Cheeto powder everywhere. Speaking of which, um, I don't know why. Speaking of Cheetos, that just seemed like the right transition. I'm a professional. Locked on Podcast Network just put out a tweet. Which player should the uh, Charlotte Hornets select or trade for on draft night? And then tweeted at us at Walker Mail at Nod of the Scribe. You can uh, watch the live NBA draft show. There's a link in order to go listen to that. Come tomorrow, right? It's going to be starting, I think, coverage around 7 o'clock. I'll be appearing on that to talk about whatever the selection is for the Charlotte Hornets at that time. So should be a pretty cool thing to check out there. I'm um, also put up a graphic of the team needs and not a, I'll ask you if, if this is um, if this is right. I don't feel like I wrote this. Yes. I think maybe I did. You didn't. You did. Oh, you wrote I this. I did. I was about to say, yes, like, I, I thought, because <laughs> I, I was about to say, I wrote something. I, I emailed Nick, and I guess he just didn't want to use mine. I'm offended. Nick, he chose he chose yours. Either way, the team needs. You put shooting, wing depth, and center depth. I'm going to go back to my email. I'm going to try to compare your needs to mine. Yeah, let's go Go find it. Let's go find it. Let's go compare these. Because, again, clearly I'm right, though. I'm, I'm, I'm right. Nick yeah, apparently, that's what he did say. Um, I can't find it right now. I think what I put what what I put was um, I, I put all right. Here we go. I got it. I said the Hornets needs right. And I put this in order. I said two way perimeter player with mm-hmm. emphasis on defense. I said no one likes to sacrifice one end of the floor, but the backcourt could use a lot of help on defense. And then I just put center. I said, I don't think it was as desperate of a need last year as most, but it's still something Charlotte should address. And then I just put flat out athleticism, right? Like Miles Bridges and Malik Monk, who could be gone. We both think he will be gone. After that, the explosiveness, it wears thin. And so I would like to have some athleticism, a part of the Charlotte Hornets team. But, you know, either way, we don't differ all that much. Nada, why did you put uh, what you did? Shooting because at this point, the only reliable shooter on this team is Terry Rozier, and he wore down last year. Maybe Gordon Hayward gets there. I'm not sure. That's why I did that. Wing depth, because I don't want to see the Martin Twins anymore, or at least Martin Twins out there on the floor together. Cody Martin can stay. Caleb Martin, please go find somewhere else to be. And then center depth, because center, while it's a hole, and we've discussed this, it's not as big as a hole as the wing depth potentially can be this offseason if Malik Monk and Devontae Graham leave. I, I feel like it's fairly academic. What do you think? Yeah, I I think all that's fine. I actually think, you know, if we talk about shooting, of course, every team could use shooting and you can't have enough. And and I and I get all of that. But if you go to like, you know, Devontae Graham, you still call him a shooter. Thirty seven percent. You know, Terry Rozier. We know about his shooting ability. He's become very good, especially of the catch and shoot variety. We know PJ Washington is a good shooter. We know Miles Bridges has the ability to stretch the floor. Hopefully that is hopefully gives us another consistent year on that end. We'll see if Lamelo's consistent, but he certainly shot the ball a lot better last year. Like I, I want shooting. No doubt. Yes. Shooting is going to help this basketball team. I just don't know if it's as big of a need as other teams out there in the world. Like even a McDaniels coming in off of the bench. I trust him taking a three ball. If Malik comes in off the bench, that guy shot over 40 this year. If he comes back to, to this team, um, I don't necessarily think it's a massive need. It's just one of mo- one of uh, one of yeah, those like it's, it's always like a luxury you can never to have, have too more much of. shooting. Even though there are people out in Utah that are probably vehemently ag- disagreeing with us, as all their shooters got ran off the floor at the by the Clippers at some point. So I get it, but you can't have enough three and D guys. And I guess that's where I probably should have gone 
three and D wing depth should have been number one. And if I could do it over again, I probably would have gone three and D depth and and just gone from there. But I think this team really just needs a lot more defenders and a lot more shooters, and you can't go wrong with it at all. That's true. All right, um, I want to do player haters ball tomorrow. We'll give you a segment there. We'll Let's... sprinkle in some different commentary in that regard. Uh, also, we'll talk about what we want to see happen tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun. I'm sure there will be a lot more rumors buzzing around. We'll see if the Charlotte Hornets are a part of that, if the trade back scenario could possibly happen, if there are players that are linked to the Charlotte Hornets. I'm sure there will be plenty, again, breaking over the next 24 hours. We'll try to get that out as early as we can. I, for the day job, have to go back to Spartanburg to cover the Carolina Panthers, so hopefully I can get... And he's got to dodge cars again, too. Oh, my God. This time, hopefully, I can just stay in one piece. Hopefully, all of that can uh, take place. But thanks again for joining us. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We will give you an NBA draft episode, as well as to uh, make sure you're paying attention to that live NBA draft show that'll be coming up with coverage starting at about 7 p.m. That wraps up this edition. Thanks again to Bilt Bar. Thanks again to Rock Auto for supporting the show. As always, thanks to you guys. Tell your smart advice to play the most recent episode of Locked on NBA. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Strap day.